Headline Hollywood. Entertainment cronies and cinema elitists hand out awards for excellence in moving pictures. Sometimes the winners don't hold up to the test of time. So we're here in the future to tell them how they got it wrong. This is Switch the Envelope. Welcome to Switch the Envelope, the podcast that aims at rewriting Hollywood history. My name is Corey. And my name is Jeff. How are you today, Jeff? I'm good, Corey. You know what? I am feeling fantastic, Jeff. That's good. That's good to hear. Because... Happy for you. Are you doing your your uh, your tantric massages? <laughs> are you doing your, your, well, uh, your, your meditation? I, I never stopped that. You know, it just wasn't working until this point because... I know that uh, you know your transcendental meditation. <laughs> yeah, the uh, this show has has never really had ads before, right? We we sort of pride ourselves on the fact that we don't do ads, but somebody decided to sponsor us, Jeff. Yes, um, we'd call them like an old an old soul of an they, ad. They are yes a uh, a classic company, a company that re- we really pride ourselves in in. In sponsoring us. Yeah, a, a company that uh, I have spent money at. <laughs> <laughs> a company that that makes me feel, that makes my heart feel open, 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 open. <laughs> let's just, let's just go ahead and let's, we'll run, we'll run the ad right now. Okay, That's we're going to run the let's ad Let's just right run, run the ad. Probably should have done that before the intro as a pre-roll. They paid for pre-roll. It's fine. It's fine. They, they won't care. Yeah. They won't care. It's time for the savings event you won't want to miss, Mervin's Super Sale. For a limited time, the savings are super at Mervin's. Great savings on fine jewelry, because when you think of fine jewelry, you think Mervin's. Skip breakfast, leave the husband and kids behind, and have a me day on us. Stores open early at 8 a.m. So if you're looking for this great sale, step into your quantum accelerator and go back to a time when Jerry Seinfeld was broke. You don't want to miss the Mervin Super Sale. Righty-roo. <laughs> well, shit, Corey, I'm going to run right down to a Mervin's near me, and I'm going to get some fine jewelry oh, for my lovely lady. I can feel the ad revenue washing over me, Jeff. Right? <laughs> we'll just have to wait... Uh, 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 50 years when Doc Brown sends it to us by Western <laughs> Union. Yeah, right. We should be getting a very surprised Western <laughs> Union official knocking on the uh, studio door at any moment now. Yes. <laughs> All right, what are we getting up to tonight? Well, Corey, we've got a lot on the agenda tonight. We do, we do. Uh, first of all, we are going to do a segment in our episode that we love. Actually, I love. I don't know if Corey loves it. It's my favorite segment that we do. It is called Celebrity Mailbag. I don't know, something like that. I don't know, just put like a guitar or something under that. I'll, I'll do it. You know, something like that. It's cool. Every once in a while, Corey and I like to have a mailbag episode, but unfortunately, we don't get any mail. That's true. So, what we like to do is go on to other people's Instagrams and Twitter feeds and uh, TikToks. Yeah. And we like to answer their mail. Yeah, I mean, one of these days we'll let you guys know what our email address is, and and then we'll just be buried in requests, I'm sure. But uh, until then, it's time to read some celebrity mail! 
think I nailed that one. Use that one for the. You jingle. did. I will. Yeah. I will. I will use that one. <clears throat> yeah. Celebrities don't have time to answer everybody's beck and call on the internet. They're busy people, Jeff. They don't. You know who does though? You and I. We do. Yeah. yeah. Switch the envelope is here for you, the fans. By fans for fans to answer all your mail. We're like yeah. assistants that don't get paid. We are going to channel the celebrity energy through our podcast to help you. Exactly. Because you're asking them important questions and they don't have time for you. Exactly. But we do. And we do, we're the we totally assistants do. that don't get paid and uh, don't know the celebrities. So it's true. That's... And have no idea what they're actually like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But but here we're going to go. Here yeah. we're going to go. We're going to do it. <clears throat> okay. Corey, you go first. You start it off. All right. First celebrity mailbag that we're going to open up here is for a Mr. Oh, wait. We have to disclaimer this, oh, that yes. the celebrities themselves know nothing about what we're doing, and yeah. we mean no harm to any of the people that we are reading their their comments for. All in good fun. All in good fun. All in good fun. This first, uh, uh, I think it's a Twitter mailbag here from a little-known actor, some of you may know, uh, at Robert Downey Jr. I think Iron was, Man, Iron Man, yeah, he was does whatever some, uh, an iron can. He was like big in the 80s, right? And I think he, he was big. Just... He did that movie Less Than Zero. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he did anything after that. I don't I don't know. He was a he was a sidekick in uh, Weird Science. Yeah, yep. He played Ian. Oh, he did a really good sort of indie film with Val Kilmer called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That was pretty good. He Not did. a lot of people see, have seen did. that, but it's a really good film. Yes. Anyway, he writes... Uh, French fry emoji, shit emoji, chicken emoji, elephant emoji, hashtag wacky hat Wednesday. Get into it. Show me your wacky hat. And it's got a, a fun picture of him with his friends, uh, and they're wearing a French fry hat, a shit hat, a chicken hat, and an elephant hat. So that's why the cause for the emojis. It's quite adorable. And, you know, he's living his best life. Yeah, and he's telling people to, uh, to like, you know, put up your best wacky hat on Wednesday. Yeah, let he's- your hair... Up into a hat, and he's got a he's got he's got a, like a hashtag wacky hat Wednesday. He's trying yeah. to make it a thing. Yeah, maybe absolutely. it'll be picked up by the Today Show, like the the red hot nose hat. Maybe the really yeah. no what is it called the red nose thing? Y- yeah, it's like for some sort of awareness. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. So like, g- good job with the red noses, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They wear clown noses on NBC or ABC or I don't know. Whoever has Al Roker, I, just yeah. know, I always see Al Roker with a. Red nose so it's it's Wacky Hat Wednesday, and wouldn't you know it? Somebody commented a little late. They were a little late to the to the show here. We got. Uh, do, are we going to say who who this person is? Let's not say who they are. We'll we'll just call her mom. We'll call her yeah, mom. Well, yeah, at mom. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Twitter handle isn't taken. So at mom here says, "Damn it!" At Robert Downey Jr. We missed out. Any chance that Fashion Friday would work? Yes, I know. Lame. Lame name for it. However, my kiddo loves you. High five hand shaking emoji. I'm not sure what that emoji is. Uh, Jittery hands. Uh, I don't know. I guess I do too. And then uh, like a sleepy emoji? I'm not sure she knows what emojis uh, mean. <laughs> yeah. But what she wants to do is like, hey, I missed it, so we're going to switch it. Yeah. Your whole thing is just, let's just do Fashion Friday. How about... And you... I'm not going to use a hat at all. Yeah. How about you cater your entire cool internet thing to like me because me and my kid like you? <laughs> like just rearrange your whole thing. Create a completely different hashtag 
or at least tell your PR firm to create a whole different hashtag <laughs> for Fridays. She didn't even hashtag it either. Like, that's our first mistake here, right? You want to get this ball rolling? You got to hashtag Fashion Friday. So, yeah, you know what? Uh, at, at mom, you know, like, I, I know mom schedules are busy, but like, you know, do it on Wednesday. It's fine. You miss it? Catch it the next week. Celebrity Mailbag. We had a similar issue like this the last time we did Celebrity Mailbag. Celebrity Mail! (laughs) It's going to catch fire, Jeff. We're looking at uh, Samuel L. Jackson's Twitter feed. Okay. Samuel L. Jackson threw out a... At motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) If... uh, Hold on. He's really missing an opportunity here if that is not his handle. At motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But anyway... So on Samuel L. Jackson's uh, Twitter feed, he put about Janet Jackson's new two-part documentary, which will be airing January 28th oh. and Saturday, January 29th. Obviously, that's already passed. But he talked about how she that documentary will be airing on Lifetime and A&E. It was just a thing to go out there to, to let everyone know that this documentary will be airing for his friend, Janet Jackson. And yeah. Janet Jackson actually responded to this. Oh. You know, she just she put like a little... Um, a little blue heart. Blue heart emoji, yeah. Blue heart emoji to Samuel L. Jackson. But what we're going to talk about... Oh, not Janet Jackson. No, because that's that's wonderful. Yeah. She, she responded. Now I'm excited to watch this documentary because Samuel Jackson said so, and you know Janet and, Jackson signs off on it. We're good. Yeah, Janet yeah. does a little blue yeah. heart emoji. But answering at random guy, will this be airing again, <laughs> streamed online, or be up on Netflix... For those of us who missed it. Ooh. Okay, another person late to the party. Yeah. It's a common theme Someone here. who missed it, and someone who, instead of going and Googling, yeah. decided like to ask everybody. one of the most famous <laughs> actors in the world. Yeah. Yeah, here's, here's what you want to do at Random Guy. You want to open up a web browser. The same one, probably, that you're using uh, to search Twitter right now. Exactly. And you want to, in the search bar, that's the, the long bar at the top, you know, with a little magnifying glass. That's where you want to go. Type in Janet Jackson Netflix. Or Janet Jackson A&E. Or Janet Jackson Documentary. Or uh, anything. Uh, Janet Jackson Film. Anything like that. And I'm sure search results will populate that webpage that will give you all the information that you need. Yes. Also, it's airing on two different stations. Lifetime and A&E. You could check their websites. You could download their apps. They have apps. They have the apps. This is the digital age yeah. now. Um, I'm sure it's on demand after it's aired yes. on one of those apps. Absolutely. Uh, you know, take take the power into your own hands, Random Guy. So at Random Guy, all we're saying is stop asking, because we had to do this the last time. Yeah. Stop asking celebrities rando thoughts on your television watching schedule. More specifically, people of the internet, stop asking celebrities for tech support. They don't give a fuck about your tech support. Celebrity mailbag. So, Corey, did you know? (laughs) Did you know? I didn't, Jeff. Tell me. That Avril Lavigne just dropped her first album in years. I did know that. It has Mr. Travis Barker drumming on it. Of course it does. Feldy from Goldfinger, Mm -hmm. of course, played on it and produced it. Because, you know, he's that guy. He's that guy that actually does produce everything. Yep. And it dropped 
a couple days ago. Yeah, I, I saw a uh, a video popped up on one of my timelines of her shooting a new music video for new mu- for like you know this album that's about to drop, and I was like, "Damn, Avril Lavigne still looks great." Yeah. P.S. Did you know that Goldfinger is still touring? Are they really? Yeah. Do you know who's playing Oof. bass for them? Do not. Mike Herrera. Really? Yeah, the guy from MXPX. He's playing bass for Goldfinger? Yep. It's Goldfinger meets MXPX. Wow. If you don't recognize any of those bands, you know kids back in the... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know uh, kids. Go- Google those bands and you'll find out what like the summer of 1997 was like. So cool. Yeah. Okay, so um, anyway, Avril Lavigne just came out with her album. On her first notification that her album was out, one of the first people that's on there said this. Hmm. What's your favorite song from the album, Avril? Now, kids, I understand the interest in wanting to talk to your favorite celebrity. But most of you need to know that these accounts are run by promotion companies or PR firms. You're not really talking to Avril. It's a bunch of marketing interns that are tweeting out, uh, you know, album artwork and being like, new album soon. Exactly. So we want to be here to help you and to tell you things like, Maybe Avril's not the one you're talking to, even if she's the one that responds to you, or even if it sounds like she's responding to you. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna respond to you because it's really no different. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna pretend we are the the firm, right? Yeah. Now everybody, Avril Lavigne is never gonna tell you that she likes one song over the other because that would ruin the experience for her listeners. So Corey, she's gonna say what? OMG, totes. Like I can't pick a fave. Because they're all my fave. Smiley, winky face emoji. Yeah, it'll be something like that. Hashtag, you're the best. Or Yeah. Hashtag, don't, make, don't make me be sussy. Yeah. <laughs> no cap, love them all. Everything, <laughs> fire emoji. <laughs> something like that. Keep it 100. Yeah, keep it 100 emoji. <laughs> because she's not tweeting these. Uh that a twenty-one, it, a twenty-one-year-old yeah, intern. Yeah, from is, is like, oh, it's a pop star. This is the pop star language we use. Yeah, a twenty-one-year-old intern from Brentwood is yeah, is doing this. You know, and they're probably unpaid. Let's yeah. face it, internships. Hence, hence the intern. Yeah, internships not being paid is a crime. You know what? That's time for a different episode. Although, <laughs> to talk although about I will, I love beef with the, unpaid uh, internships. The first response on this one, yeah, was yeah, dude, like she's gonna respond. <laughs> Did you write that, Jeff? <laughs> I did not. All right, but that was the first response that came afterwards. <laughs> well, that guy is correct. <laughs> yeah. All right. And that was Celebrity Mail. <laughs> I like the growl at the end. I'm going to start doing that from now on. You're going to start doing the growl? Yeah, yeah. Just be all sure right. to leave all of those in with a little bit of a music bed. You know. Oh, it's time now for us to move on to our next topic. It is. And it's weird you would do an accent right now. Is it? It is. Corey, what do Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Keanu Reeves, and Nicolas Cage all have in common? Uh, screaming sex appeal and a winning smile? No. An unfortunate inability to do a great accent. Ooh, well, as you just heard, accents are hard, Jeff. Accents are hard. It's uh... It seems that they are harder the prettier you are. You know, I think that we should actually do some kind of test on that cuz I think the I think you can either be a great looking actor or a great sounding actor. Sounding actor. I don't think you can do both. I don't know if we found like, you know what, maybe uh There's like a zenith uh, point in there. There's a there's a perfect uh you know uh what's it called? Intersection yes. of like good looking and accented accent 
accent doing? I don't. What, what is? What is somebody? What is the act of doing an accent? Linguist. Ling, no, but like, what, what is the verb? Linguist. No, somebody but, who does accents. But that is somebody who does. Like, what's the verb? You're linguisting. No, you're a linguist. Linguisting. Oh, you mean someone who like the actual yeah, yeah, you're, like you're accenting. <laughs> you're aff- affecting your lingual. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If you're out there in the Twitterverse, <laughs> can you please uh, tell us what the verb to being a linguist would be? There's somebody out there right now that's just like, you guys are fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called talking, idiots. But I would say, think the uh, person that perfectly crosses between good looks and an accent is Daniel Day-Lewis. Because he can pull mm. off any accent, and he's, at least mm. when he's younger, good-looking dude. I guess. But all the other ones, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Nick Cage, all those dudes... They can't freaking do an accent to save their life. And we're going to prove that, Corey, aren't we? In our next segment called Movie Accents Are Bad. Woo! <laughs> Terrible well, movie accents. That sounded, bad. A lot, that sounded a lot like the last one. We'll have to put something in there. I got, you know, I got like one 80s vocal. Maybe line. we can do like, shooby-dooby-boo. Bad accents. No, that'll bad be accents. lame. No? Shoo-be- no, that'll be lame. No. But you know what? Challenge fucking accepted. It's the switch the envelope. Worst accents of all time. I don't know why it's a 50s theme. Because most of these movies were period pieces. But they don't have music for movies from the 19th, 18th, 17th, 15th, 16th century. Now, you can't have a conversation about bad movie accents without first acknowledging Dick Van Dyke. Oh, I was going to save him to the end. You want to do him now? Bur- yes, because everybody is like, Dick Van Dyke, he's the worst worst accent ever. Right? So let's just get it. All him- right, governor. Yeah, let's just clear, clear it out of the way. Dick so, Van Dyke. So he is the Mount Bert Rushmore. In Mary Poppins. In Mount Rushmore. He is the, he is the, the, the George Washington. Sure, yes. I'll, give him, I'll give him George Washington. Okay. Yeah. Of bad accents. Yes. Okay. It is uh, not great, and he has admitted in a few interviews in the years since. <laughs> Mary Poppins came out a long, long time ago. Uh, that he, he, didn't, he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> he tried, and, you know, whatever. It's, it's not great. And very famously, people have been making fun of him, especially British people have been making fun of him to his face. For decades, and I think that is like hilarious for British people. <laughs> well, I think that uh, he is the the Everest of all. I'm just gonna keep throwing in the mountain analogies here, but Ma- he is the Mount- Everest. Mountology? No, yeah. no, that doesn't work. Never mind. Mountology? No. Keep moving on. He is the Mount Everest of bad accents, and we are gonna try everything that comes close to that. I think I do have one that probably. Dethrones Dick Van Dyke. I don't think you can come that close. I, I will. I'll save it for the end, unless we come across it uh, from your side of the list. But I, I have one that I think trumps Dick Van Dyke's bad accent. 
Okay. Now, what I think that we should do is put aside a couple. We should make two categories. <laughs> accents that were attempted. <laughs> okay. And accents in movies that were that the actor was so bad that he couldn't even do the accent for the people around him. Mm. Okay. I have a couple examples of those that I'll go over right now. Yeah, yeah. One one of our favorites, really. One one of our favorites. I know Number exactly one where you're going. is Kevin Costner. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. We talked about it last episode. Yeah. He has no accent. Yeah. There's one line where he actually does not a British accent, so yeah. he at some point did attempt it. Yeah. I mean, just like, uh, you know, on the show, we talk about uh, his bad accent from time to time. It just sort of pops up from time to time, uh, like his accent in that movie, right? Yeah. So he, but he just didn't attempt it. Everybody no. around him. No, I, I we mentioned on a, a previous episode too. The last time that we met, we talked about his bad accent. That like, there's literally scenes where p- people that are in the scene with him, <laughs> specifically Morgan Freeman in, in one clip that that I had seen recently, that just starts with his British accent and through the scene, Morgan Freeman is. You could see him almost like look at Kevin Costner, like we're not doing it today. Cool, all right. So I'm just not going to do the British accent either. <laughs> now, along with him, in that, even though I liked Christian Slater in this movie. Because Kevin Costner's accent is so bad, because he's not really doing one, Christian Slater's not doing one either. Christian Slater, there's certain times where he's actually using an accent and certain times where he's not. Hmm. So I, I give him less points because he's actually attempting one, hmm. but badly. Okay, so less, it's like golf, a golf score. Yeah. Lower lower score. No, 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 better no. Better no. accent? Go- golf lower score means you have a... If better, he had better accent. Better accent. He's doing, he's attempting one. But it's not good. Got it. Kevin Costner just doesn't attempt one because yeah, he knows he, he's he not just gives do it. up. Yeah, he, he was he's like day one he tried it and they saw the dailies and they were just like, look, uh, Kev, no. Basically, a Stop. bad movie for Americans trying to do British accents <laughs> all around. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird because in Hollywood, British actors do American accents all the time, flawlessly, with the exception. Kate Winslet in Titanic. Yeah, she she doesn't quite nail the the American accent. She actually says uh, in, in a couple interviews that she's like, she would do a take or two takes or whatever, and they'd be like, cool, uh, let's move on to the next setup. And she she was like, are you sure? Yeah, she is <laughs> you, you unbelievably keep bad. One? She's unbelievably bad in Titanic yeah, compared weird. to everything else she's ever done. Because she's fantastic in damn near yeah. everything else. And even like Eternal, Eternal Sunshine of... Even Eternal in Sunshine Eternal of Sunshine Mind. of the Spotless Mind, where she's doing an American accent with Jim Carrey, she's great. Yeah, I think there's. I think it's because she's trying to do an like a high society American accent. Yeah, which is a little British sounding. She yeah. So I think it's difficult for somebody who is British she, or has a, an English accent. She or, could have gone with more of like a mid Atlantic. No, because she's supposed to be high society. No, no, no. I know, but like you know the that sort of nineteen forty. You know, sort of talking like this, like fucking Catherine Hepburn and shit. Nah, that would be so. That would be so cheesy sounding. Oh yes, and it it, it is. <laughs> but like that would have been a choice, right? Instead of just doing something. Can you imagine poorly. that? Draw me in this and yeah. only this. Draw me like one of your <laughs> French girls. <laughs> All right. So of that same oh, caliber Jack. of people who attempted an accent, but then had to switch and then didn't do an accent at all. Mm-hmm. One of the other famous examples, Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. Valkyrie. Okay. 
<laughs> in Valkyrie, he is playing a German soldier who is attempting to assassinate Hitler. Mm-hmm. Everyone around him is German. Tom Cruise he is, is not. American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, it's weird. It's it's on par with this uh, this sort of like every time Shakespeare does like uh, old Rome or like anytime we we think of like the Roman Empire in movies and stuff, everybody's got a British accent for some reason. Yeah, for some reason and. Uh, Jennifer Connelly in Noah. She has a British accent. Well, like, She's American. It's just like, just do uh, an English accent because that sounds old timey. That sounds uh, yeah. like, you know, um, like you're speaking antiquity. <laughs> yeah, but it's like she had to. Jennifer Connelly had to purposefully do a British accent. Yeah. For Noah's Ark, like, do you believe that people in 2000 BC had British accents? No, they didn't. <laughs> Turns out the more modern British accent as we know it didn't exist until after the American Revolutionary War. Exactly, right? <laughs> so, yeah, no. No. Um it's a it's yeah, it's not it's not good. <laughs> so, um I would uh, like to add to to the Tom Cruise-ness of it. Okay. Um with another actor who was supposed to be playing a foreign agent during the wartime that just completely abandoned all effort to try to be foreign. Hit me with it. This is Sean Connery in The Hunt for the Red October. Yes. Now, <laughs> he did do the Russian. He spoke Russian in the beginning. In the very beginning. But he spoke Russian as a Scotsman. And then the rest well, of the movie. I don't know how good his Russian was he's because an I English. Russian. He's speaking he he's the most scottish russian uh, uh officer ever <laughs> yeah he he just stops attempting it altogether. no i mean no in the movie they actually wrote it in that they would be speaking russian to right, each right, other right. and then they go out of russian they establish it as like this is the language they're speaking and then now we're speaking english except that he goes not with a russian accent he goes into a scottish accent <laughs> yes which is natural his natural tone never looks back yeah very kevin costner of him yeah, there was a in the Untouchables. He tried to do Irish. It didn't do it. Yeah, it's a it's a and weird went into subtle shift yeah. between Scottish and Irish that he did not quite grasp because the character he was playing in the Untouchables was Irish, and yeah. he ended up just doing Scottish halfway through the movie. You know, and I'm sure there's a moment where they were just like American audiences aren't going to know the difference. <laughs> you know what? They didn't. <laughs> they didn't. No, absolutely didn't. No, they didn't. No, yeah, Sean Connery really doing any accent. I don't think he does. He tries not to. He's the he's the exception, right? Because like Sean Connery is uh, not incredibly attractive. He's Daniel Day Lewis. I would attractive. say that you are compl- if any woman from any generation other than like Generation Y and under would think you are fucking wrong. I'm saying that he's he's got sex appeal, but I wouldn't call him like like super attractive i think that you're i think that women would say you're completely wrong all right all right it's fine all right <laughs> I, I mean I'll, st- I'll stand corrected it's fine all right well getting back to the getting back to what we're all right doing. other bad british accents from americans not just british accents just well I'm, accents. I'm just saying there's a lot we could go here well do we have any more from the category of non-accents like people that just couldn't do the accent so they were just I mean, we have one that kind of fits in this category with Mr. Leo DeCap from Gangs in New York. Yeah, I mean, now he, he was he, he tries. Eh, but does he? They actually had to put a line into the movie where he says, "I lost much of my accent from Ireland being in a foster home," 
And I really think they had put that in there because he was so bad at his accent. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It's too bad they didn't give a similar line to Cameron Diaz. Exactly, because in the same movie, Cameron Diaz is terrible at her accent. But I will give her credit for committing 100% to that bad accent. <laughs> but how could they have been in a movie with uh, Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis, Day <laughs> who was phenomenal? I think he won an Academy Award for that exact role. I think so, yeah. The, what I don't understand is they're in a fucking Martin Scorsese movie. How does Martin Scorsese not go, Ugh, let's get a dialect coach in here and just spell it out for you phonetically and you do that? You know? They're just, whew, those accents are bad. I, I don't, I, I honestly, I, I really don't know. I mean, th- there are a couple accents that are really hard to, like, nail down. And speaking of Leonardo well, DiCaprio, they he's, are trying he's to do tried, Irish. Irish is difficult. Both. He's tried both of the, the really difficult accents to nail down. One is Irish. There's a subtlety to it that nobody really ever gets, according to the people on the internet. And then... Uh, South African accent. Well, yeah, when he's in Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond, yeah. Uh, is an incredibly hard accent to nail down. Okay, well, if we are going into actual accents now, actual accents, we have to get two things out of the way. Okay. Keanu Reeves in every accent he's ever done. Yeah. Keanu Reeves not being Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Anytime he's not John Wick or Surfer Guy. Uh, anytime he's any of those accents. Anytime he's not an FBI agent or or, or knows in parenthood kung fu in parenthood. Oh yeah. Ah, any man can be yeah. get a get a get a fishing license and he can't get a fucking yeah 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 that guy yeah or nails Bill and that. Ted whoa yeah. yeah yeah nails nails those those characters absolutely or in speed speed yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah, Bram Stoker's Dracula, not so much. No. Especially trying to do scenes across from Gary Oldman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who, by the way, fantastic usually with some accents. Surprisingly, Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, awful. Awful at accents. Which, which, which accent are you, are you referring to? Uh, seven Years All in Tibet? Uh, All of them. Uh, yes. Troy? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Now, Brad Pitt, one of my favorite actors to watch on screen. I'll watch anything he does. Yeah, he's he's always eating. He's just got he's oozes charisma. What is the eating thing? There there are certain things that in, like they work better for the screen, right? There's a little more. There's an extra added bit of you know movement that makes the scene feel a little more alive, like in fight sequences. You know, guys sort of shrug their shoulders and like no, I get, sort of load, I get load act, their arms. No, and stuff. I get. I understand acting, Corey. I'm right. talking about specifically eating. Brad Pitt, fucking eating and everything. He's well, always eating chips or he's eating fucking like pretzels. It's it drives me crazy. I would say that it's also um, a little bit sneaky on his part. Very Dean Stockwell of him, because as we know. Uh, Dean Stockwell, uh, who played Al in Quantum always Leap, a sh- always had a cigar. Always had a cigar because he really, lo- in, in real life, he loves cigars. So he would force the production company to just buy him a fuck ton of cigars. So maybe Brad Pitt, who is a known weed smoker, is just always got the munchies, and he's like, "What if my character's eating?" So he just always has like something to munch on because he's always got the munchies. True. That might be, and then he just is like, "No, no, no, it's an acting style." <laughs> you know who doesn't eat? Matthew McConaughey. You know who also smokes weed all the time? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. That's because he feasts on the scenery, Jeff. He chews that scenery up. Okay, so. (laughs) 
Corey, do you have any? That's, that's a better joke. That's a better joke than any of you fuckers out there are uh, giving me <laughs> credit for. <laughs> do you uh, have any more? I have. I have a couple more, but I want to let you. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's like. James Vanderbeek's Texas accent and oh, Varsity Blues. I was gonna say, I don't want your life. I don't want your life. Yeah, um, people, people have a, a hard time doing Russian accents sometimes. There's a very famously in Rounders, Rounders yeah. John Malkovich. Uh, I don't think that's bad though. I really don't. Really? Because I don't. there's a line in that movie where he says, "Give the man his money." <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that is terrible. I think that movie is a great movie, and his accent doesn't inhibit his character at all. Well, it's it's very. I mean, if John Malkovich was Russian, he would totally sound like that. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, but it's I, so cartoonishly like. Yeah, but I've never thought that that was a bad accent. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a terrible accent. Eh. Give the man his money. That's once. That's one line. That's in that so movie. bad. It is one line, but it it sort of is an example of how cartoonishly bad that accent is. It's okay. All right. All right. All right. Agree. To, agree to disagree. I don't. I don't think that one is bad. Uh, what about uh, so America to America again? So we talked about James Vanderbeek and his terrible Texas accent, right? Uh, what about Nicolas Cage now? Conair. Conair. Yeah. <laughs> where he's doing a f- Floridian accent? Where's no, he, he's where's doing, he supposed no, to be he's, from? He's supposed to be from like a Carolina. No, he's or? supposed to be from uh, Mississippi, I believe. Mississippi. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's doing he's, he's doing like a southern accent or Alabama. South. I think it's supposed to be Alabama, or Mississippi. Deep South. Yeah, he's doing a southern accent Deep and it's South, terrible. Okay. Yeah, it's not great. And it's not even that it's a bad accent, it's that it's just a not I don't know, it's just a not it doesn't sound right. Now, I will say that this is one of those accents that like a terrible movie that is Conair, it's so campy and bad that it takes the turn all the way around to being great. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I absolutely believe the movie is campy and great. It just his like, accent is still fucking but if, terrible. I, I think if he wasn't trying to do that shitty accent, the movie just wouldn't feel right. I don't know. There's something about it that's just like every yeah, time it's I think bad, of watching that works. movie, I sit down and start watching it, and I go, "Man, he's doing that stupid accent." <laughs> it's like in um, on the television show NCIS New Orleans. Oh yeah, they start. I like Scott Bakula. When they start doing the New Orleans accent, I'm just like, you guys can't. None of that. None of them can pull it off. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. Yeah. All right. Any other Americans that couldn't do shit? <laughs> well, I would also say that Tom Cruise in Far and Away, very bad accent. Yeah. T- again, Irish, right? Yeah. Real hard. And uh, Nicole Kidman though, kind of pulls it off. Yeah. Better. Well, at least standing next to Tom Cruise, right? But Nicole Kidman in that movie. Is convincing enough, but she's supposed to be like more upper crust in that movie. I guess so. It, she's still she's Australian though. No, I know, but her Naturally. character has is supposed to be like more high society and has like maybe probably a little different different accent. Um, but Tom Cruise's accent's just bad. You know, speaking of Irish accents, I wonder. Like, I've never really paid too much attention to it, but Michael J. Fox's Irish accent in Back to the Future Three. Is that bad? I don't know. Like, I'm sure that there's some people out there that are like, he's fucking doing the shitty leprechaun accent. It bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> but like, I, I, it, that, it never bugged me, and I'm not sure if it's good or bad. Now that I think, it's probably not good. It, but then when you compare it to all the guys on the Peaky Blinders, yeah, then yeah, it's bad. Probably because yeah. they sound fucking authentic. Well, be, well, because they're not authentic. 
Finn is, Cole is not Irish. Finn Cole is is Cillian is Murphy from not England. not is he just British? Just just regular old so. English? I don't think so. I know that the other guys are not. Hmm. No, you said he is Irish. I said he is Irish. You said he's not. No, he is. He is Irish. That's what I'm saying. With that name, I would have sworn that right he, now you just said he could not be Irish. He, he could not not be Irish. Is there what you I go. meant? Yeah. You need the double negative in there. He couldn't. He couldn't not be Irish. Is what I'm saying. But it, it is interesting that that so many UK actors can come over and do. American accent. I mean, you look at like Tom Holland, who can just switch into no, they it, can't into and out of it. No, they can't because I would say that uh, what's what's called. I've already told you, Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, Charlie. He Hunnam. cannot do. He is not that great at his American accent. He's he's, he's one of the exceptions. <laughs> but there are plenty of uh, you know actors that I wouldn't even know that they weren't American until I see their first interview. You know, or if you sort of take a clue from from their name. <laughs> I will say that uh, you got to give props to Colin Farrell because I don't care if you like him or not. When you hear that guy talk normally, you can't fucking understand a word he says. Right? But then you when you see him in like SWAT or any of those movies, he sounds like he, he sounds American. Uh, on the same on that same coin, Christian Bale. When you hear him talk, he he he's he doesn't even know such, his accent anymore. He's though. got such a thick. British accent. No, he doesn't even know his accent anymore. Oh, he's, we, he's, he doesn't. Since he's, he's, he's been so acting confused. since he was like nine. It's like uh, uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah, he's been acting who just since naturally he was nine. phased out his Australian accent. Yeah. So um, I believe that we have some people who have sent in their own interpretations of movies that were not good. Corey, why don't you read some of our some of our Twitter uh, responses and some people that have sent in some stuff. Yeah, we we had some fun on Twitter and we we basically just said worst accident in a film, go. <laughs> and we, the, of, we got we actually got a lot of responses. Yeah, you know what the internet you came through and uh, thank you so much to all these people. Let's throw out shout outs to all these people. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna name you all. Well, as many as we can fit into the edit. <laughs> At Skylar Giordano. Oh, this is um, uh, the guy that does uh, Omega. Uh, Star Seven, nice. Right? Our friend over there, he uh, he writes uh, Bowie, David Bowie. I'm sure that he, he he's referring to. <laughs> I know where he's going with this one. Hated his Louisiana accent. You mentioned Scott Bakula not being yep. able to, per- to to perfect it uh, so much in Firewalk with Me. He only gave David Lynch permission to use archival footage if it was dubbed over for the return. For those of you who don't know, Firewalk with Me is the is the movie. Version extension from the famous TV show Twin Peaks. Yes. Uh, the show Psych did a famous sure, parody of sure. it um, with killed, all the characters. And who the, killed Laura Palmer? Yeah. What happened to Laura Palmer? Yeah. It only did one, or one, sorry, one season. two seasons. The second season nobody watched because once they found the killer for Laura Palmer, right. nobody ever watched it. He also says Keanu Reeves in Devil's Advocate is pretty wacky too. At Esoterica Cinema, uh, some of our new our new internet friends, um, these guys. They run a, a fun podcast about movies as well. They just put a GIF of uh, Keanu Reeves in Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> oh, see, we're just going to agree that Bram Stoker's Dracula with Keanu Reeves was fucking terrible. It's a, Move it's on. A bit of a clusterfuck, yeah. Now, our good friend John over at uh, Movie Lovers Unite, he says, I'll raise you here, Keanu Reeves, uh, Brad Pitt in The Devil's Own, Kevin Costner in Robin Hood, and Winona Ryder in The Crucible. And... Uh, yeah, Winona Ryder in the Crucible, yeah. and then um, you know Brad Pitt and Devil's Own. We we kind of covered it with. It's just Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt doing any accents, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we have uh, at Sophisticate Pod. It's the I am or 
I'm a sophisticate, so so can you podcast. That's a fun name. I'm a sophisticate, and so can you. Uh, he says Tay Diggs, or they they say Tay Diggs. Uh, his Jamaican accent and how to how Stella got her groove back is really something. <laughs> I've actually never seen how Stella got her groove back, so I can't comment on that. Uh, I have. It is really something. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at it's something. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's so fun. Uh, at soundtrack underscore your the soundtrack of your life podcast. They wrote Ben Affleck at Pearl Harbor. Uh, is he doing a New York accent? I don't know what he's doing in that movie, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> I think that's sort of the point. I think additionally to Ben Affleck, um, uh, Alec Baldwin doing whatever he's doing as Doolittle is is a little wackadoo as well. But, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, at St. Jimmy Skywalker 1, <laughs> it's a great username, uh, says Drew Barrymore in Ever After, a Cinderella story. And yes, absolutely. <laughs> Drew Barrymore in any accent, I think, is not a path she should go down very often. You either sound good or you look good, but rarely both. Okay, here, here's, here's a controversial one. At X Radio X1 writes, Princess Leia in the first quarter of Star Wars A New Hope. Yeah, there's been some controversial stuff with that because there's some... People are, according to Carrie Fisher, she read it as British. Yeah, like she was reading it like she was going to be uh, someone who is from England. Yeah. And so she tried to do it that way, but she's American. But yeah. she read it as though she was English. But I mean, I don't really hear that. So I don't. There's really... a little bit in it, uh, you know, in that opening sequence where she's like, help us, Obi Wan. You're our only hope. You know, there's a bit. Yeah, but it's of... not, it's not, it's not that. I don't think it's there enough to be a problem. I think that's part of the problem is that it wasn't there enough, and they were just like, mm, "You're fine." <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, if she if she had gone full on English accent and then tried to not do it later, yeah, that's different. See, I think the bigger one like that is Don Cheadle in Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven <laughs> is cocky. He accent? goes full Cockney, and then all of a sudden it's not there. He swings hard, and then you're like, "What the fuck? Where did Cockney accent then he go?" Just gives up. <laughs> And then they have to do the same thing they did for Leonardo DiCaprio in Gangs of New York. Right. They had to make an out for him in the next movie where they have him doing um they have him doing a tape of uh, dialect coaches yeah, in the movie. Where he's trying to get rid of the heavy cockney exactly. accent that isn't quite a cockney accent. Now that was terrible. Like yeah. the accent was great. But then when he was but then as he like lost it somehow in the middle of the in the movie, you're like, wait, what happened to his Cockney accent? I'm sure he was, like, Robert Downey Jr. not wanting to wear the goddamn Iron Man suit. He was just like, guys, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's too cumbersome. <laughs> so, yeah, th- thank you to everybody on Twitter to, for, for playing along with us and uh, suggesting some of your terrible accents that, that you love to hate. <laughs> I love how when you say Boston accent, every single person in the world thinks they can do it. No. Whenever you say Boston accent, people always say, Boston, Boston. Yeah. Go to the car. Go to the car. And you're like, dude, nobody, you can't do that. Just stop. So you don't know how what you're doing. Yeah, I, I mean. It doesn't I, sound good. I think the point of this. Stop it. This whole episode is stop it. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> what we should name it. Stop it. Accents. Stop it. Exactly. Accents. Just <laughs> stop it. Okay, Corey, the million dollar question yeah. then here. What do you like better? Kevin Costner in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, not doing an accent. Mm-hmm. Or Keanu Reeves in Dracula attempting an accent. 
That's a that's a really good question. I know I'm all really good questions. Yeah. That's just all that's all that's up here. Well, you're you're a question guy on the show. I'm all I'm all a questions guy. And I'm I'm the can't answer a damn question guy on the show. <clears throat> yeah, I mean I can answer my own question. But... I, I think I think I would rather take Kevin Costner just being American in in that. Right, it's like the the appeal you're you're going to see Kevin Costner be like actiony swashbuckler guy. It, the accent is kind of irrelevant, right? I agree. And I would say even looking at those two performances, like Kevin Costner not doing an accent, just like living in the scene and being that character uh, without the accent is more compelling and convincing than you know Keanu Reeves trying desperately to be something that he just can't be in Dracula. <clears throat> we hope you enjoyed this episode of Switch the Envelope. Corey, watch everybody about our giveaway that we are doing. Switch the Envelope wants to send you to the movies. That's right. We're giving away a $40 Fandango gift card to anybody, uh, well, one lucky person, who writes us a five-star review and follows us on social media. But the catch is you got to use the special catchphrase. What is that catchphrase, Jeff? The catchphrase is banana hammock so get creative with it and leave banana hammock somewhere in your five star review and then we'll select someone at random at the end of I don't know when somebody actually does it and we'll send you to the movies thank you everybody for sticking around you can catch us on twitter at switch envelope or on instagram at switch the envelope we will see you next week where we will be talking about surprise surprise movies (laughs) or not who knows I can't see into the future. It may all turn to shit by then. Until then, though, go see some movies. And we'll see you later, Switches. See you later. Switch the Envelope is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Switch the Envelope is produced by Jeff and Corey. Switch the Envelope is mixed at Studio 85. Switch the Envelope is a Riff Laugh production.